I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. and welcome back to another episode of Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. If this is your first time tuning in, hello and welcome. This is the show where I speak to fellow actors about their journey thus far in their career. And then we talk about some uh, some audition stories that are, are fun and sometimes crazy and sometimes embarrassing. But hey, we've all been there, right? So welcome. A couple things before we get into uh, today's interview. One, I saw Scream yesterday, and um, I need I need people to talk to about this because like the only two people in my life that have gone to see it yet were very much so like yeah it was fun and like that was it. But I need like I need a fellow you know, Scream lover to go into a deep dive with me on this. So if you were that person, can you please DM me on Instagram because I would like to go into a deep dive. Also, I am going to Joshua Tree for the first time in my life um, this weekend, and I'm so excited. 
uh, we are going for my one of my best friend's birthdays. We decided it was like the safest way for a few of us to be together, you know, all testing beforehand, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but I'm so excited because this place that he found is like, it's like a mystery place and it has like puzzles within it. Um, I'll tell you guys about it when I get back and share the name and whatnot, but I'm really excited to go. Um, I think it's gonna be so fun and I haven't gone on like a friend trip since before the pandemic started. So I'm excited to just like have a weekend with just my friends and chill and have fun. And there's no TV in this Airbnb either, which I kind of am obsessed with. So we have to like talk to each other and play games and connect. And there's, I think there's like a jacuzzi and stuff too. So, oh my God, I'm so excited. Um, and I cannot wait to tell you guys about this mystery house because I'm, I'm just like so stoked about this. I can't even explain how stoked I am. Um, I know a lot of like podcasters talk about what they're watching and whatnot beforehand, but I have to also shout out Station Eleven because holy shiitake. Oh my God, my dog. Do you hear that? That's my Malamute. Moose. Moose, what are you doing? That's Moose scratching his ear. Um, anyway, Station Eleven is so freaking good. I mean, could it be the perfect show? It might be the perfect show. Mackenzie Davis is insane. The little girl who plays the little version of her is insane. I mean, everyone in that show is so flippin' good. And the show itself is amazing. I also just watched um, The Tragedy of Macbeth and holy wow, the woman who played the witches scared the crap out of me. But it was so good. I mean, Joel Cohen really, really just did not, did not come to, to mess this up. He came to like put his stake in Shakespeare and say, I can do this. And he did. And it was beautiful and probably my favorite iteration of Macbeth I've ever seen. So, um, check those out. Okay, y'all, let's get to the show. So today we have Monse Hernandez. Um, you may remember her from a film called Lowriders with Eva Longoria. She also voices a lot of really, really cool animated series. She plays Gwen on Ben 10. She was in The Last Kids on Earth. Uh, you may also remember her as Teen Jane and Jane the Virgin. And today we're going to talk about her new movie, Student Body, which hits theaters February 8th. So here's my conversation with Monse Hernandez. And welcome to the show, Monse. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to have you today and talk about your new movie, uh, Student Body, which I'm yes. so stoked to see because I love horror movies. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, me too. I'm in one and I love them so much. <laughs> I mean, they're just like the most fun to watch. They're the most fun they to are. like film. I mean, it's such a cool experience to be in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. No, it really is. It's so different being in one than watching one. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's just it's it's just so weird how everything works. Like you get the whole behind the scenes, like oh, like you know, this is how you do the tricks, and, and this is how we show. I don't want to say I don't want to. I'm trying to really yeah. spoil it. I get too excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's really it's really interesting. I mean, how many times did you get like blood stuck in your hair and, <laughs> and all of that? Oh man, um, a lot. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of blood um definitely made my hair super crunchy which is so really crunchy cute. 
so crunchy. It was it's really like, how do you get that out? It's just like it just becomes like if you put too much mousse in a perm or something. Yeah, so it's conditioner helps. Yeah. But then like conditioner, it makes your hair super like greasy, super like sh- shiny. Uh I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> Um, well, let's go back a little bit because you've been in this business for so long and I want to, um, you know, let the listeners hear your story because I think it's so interesting. I mean, I was looking at your IMDb and from what I can tell, Barney was your first job. (laughs) Yes, it was. Oh my God. Barney Barney and friends. was my first job. Um, when I was younger, uh, they shoot, um, in Dallas, Texas, which is where I'm from. And yeah, that's that's where I started. It's so weird to look back on on the episodes that are now yay on Netflix <laughs> uh, and see how small I was and how professional I was at that age. I was like, look at her go. It makes me super happy to see that. I it's mean, that. you're in like some very good company because didn't like Selena and Demi and everybody get their start on Barney as well? Yeah, they did. That's what everybody tells me. And I was like, oh, true. So I'm on the right path. <laughs> There you go. I mean, I was obsessed with Barney as a kid. Like, my first birthday party was Barney. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. Um, so you do Barney and you're in Texas. And then when do you kind of make the move to, you know, doing more more things? Do you come to L.A.? What's that process for you? Yeah, so um, now I'm here permanently. Uh, but it used to be to where maybe for pilot season or, you know, a couple months out of the year, my family would drive over here from Texas. We'd drive. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was insane. It was insane. That was a journey. Um, and I was doing commercial and then I was always doing, um, auditions for like TV shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've just been at it since then. Do you remember like the first big thing or thing that felt big to you that you booked in LA? Yes. I remember it because, girl, <laughs> so uh, we were on our way to um, L.A. from Dallas, and we had gotten a call from my agent that, like, oh, you have a quick voiceover you have to do. It's for, like, you know, a spot in this show called, I don't know if you remember, Special Agent also on Nick, on Nick Jr. Uh, well, it was that one, <laughs> and I was so excited because I loved that show. So on the road, I record it. I send it off. Uh, and while we're on the road, we hey, she has a call back in person. We need you like first thing tomorrow morning. We're in like New Mexico at this point. We're like tomorrow morning. Turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so like, oh my gosh, it was uh, it was crazy because in the so my dad's like, I'll get us there. I'll get us there. You know, uh, don't worry. And I'm like. I think nine at this point, nine, 10. And we're driving and our car breaks down in the middle of Arizona. No. Um, in the middle of the night. And it no. was, it was so scary. There was like nothing. It was so dark. It, <laughs> I remember just being like, wow, I think this is where it ends for me. So dramatic. Um, but you know, next morning, uh, we we're like, hey, like, we're going to be like a little bit late. Is like it possible to like, you know, um, extend the time a little bit? They were able to extend the time to like 3 p.m. maybe. And 
by some miracle, my dad being a crazy driver, um, <laughs> we make it. We make it on time to the callback. And as soon as I get back to the car from the callback, which I'm still in my clothes, by the way, from the road trip. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> my agent was like, I know you just went in, but you got the role. Like, they wanted wow. it. Like, oh, my gosh, it was so worth it. It felt good. I remember being so happy. <laughs> we hadn't even gotten to our Airbnb type thing yet. Uh, it was just, we were still like in our, in our uh, road trip clothes and we're jumping up and down the parking lot like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so cute. What a great story of like the first big thing that you booked. I mean, yeah. wow. <laughs> That's wild. That's like some indie film type of weird. It's a total Miss Sunshine. Yes, it's a total little Miss Sunshine moment. Um, that's amazing. And then you went on to, I mean, you've done so much, especially in the voiceover world. I mean, you're consistently just kicking butt and taking names over there. But I want to talk a little bit about uh, your time on Jane the Virgin as Teen Jane. Yeah. I mean, that must have been such a cool experience being the younger version of such a iconic character. Yeah, it was really, uh, It's. I think everything I've booked so far has like a crazy story as to how I booked it. Now that I'm thinking about it, because for that one, I auditioned. Um, I go, so crazy thing. So um, I show up to the director session and the director comes out and she's like, uh, hey, so, or casting comes out. She's like, hey, so um, does everybody have the right script? Because there's like a ton of girls in there. And I'm like, uh -oh. and, and everybody's like, well, what do you mean? Like, right script? You know, she's like, so uh, everybody's, I guess nobody got the new email, the new, like the memo that, you know, there's a totally, this is, these are, these are the old sides. These are not the sides. So we're going to be handing out, does anybody have the right script? The first line is, I don't remember what the first line is. I'm looking at my page and I'm like, I have that. And they're like, you do. And, and, and you know how casting can be like, it's so many people. You can, you can be there for like hours even. Oh yeah. There's a long line of girls and they're like, she's like, you, you have it. I'm like. Yeah, I, th I think I'm pretty sure I have it. <laughs> I go come in. And, and out of all of those girls, I was the only one who had the right script. And I don't know how I got that actual script. Like, I'm, I thank my team for that. Um, and then I, like a week goes by, I think. And uh, <laughs> and I, I'm in, my, in the living room. My mom comes in and she's like, um, I just got a call that you're supposed to be at wardrobe. Like, today? I'm like, what? For what? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, well, where's Monty? She has to be out wardrobe. For what? For Jane the Virgin. And it's like, what? Oh, and so I was like, nice surprise. That's how I found out. Like, I was already supposed to be out wardrobe, and I had no idea. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They just forgot to tell you completely. I forgot. Or maybe we didn't get the email or something. But, yeah, and then being there and actually meeting Gina was really cool. Uh, she was really sweet. I, I don't think I look anything. Well, especially when I was younger, I don't think I looked like her. I feel like I look a little bit more like her now that I'm older. But definitely then, I don't think I look like her. But I'm so grateful that they thought. <laughs> I did. I'm so grateful that they thought I did. Uh, that Maybe was with like your personality, because you. I feel like you guys have like a very similar energy, like very you know mm -hmm. positive, energetic. You kind of like yeah. light up the room, like. And Gina definitely has that that vibe about her. So maybe it was more like mm -hmm. the vibe that you gave off. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. 
Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Um, but let's go to to your uh, work in voiceover because you also have done uh, The Last Kids on Earth with mm-hmm. Netflix, which is so cool. And you're Gwen on Ben 10, which is like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, I feel like everyone knows Ben 10. It's been around forever and it's just one of those. Oh, yeah. Pages. I used to watch Ben 10. Yeah, yeah. So how Which was it when you when you booked the role of Gwen? Like that must have been crazy yeah. for you. That <laughs> because I booked it, of course, it's a story. So <laughs> uh, I had originally gone in because um, they were auditioning uh, actual ten year old boys for the role of Ben, and I I had no idea that Ben was played by Tara Strong, like a, a female. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know. So so anyways, um, so they're auditioning these ten year old boys, and. I was the only one that got a call back and obviously for, for just Gwen and I booked it and I'm like, I wonder if that kid that, you know, I, I auditioned with, uh, booked it cause he was really sweet and like, you know, he's like a little brother and like, you know, that'd be fun to work with him. <laughs> and they're like, no, I think they're just going to go with Tara Strong. I'm like, who's Tara Strong? You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and <laughs> I look her up and I flip. I'm like, she's Twilight Sparkle. She's this. She's she's Timmy Turner. Like I freaked, and and so when I had my first day of work and I saw her, I was like, oh my gosh! I was so starstruck because I I love cartoons. I you know so I've seen everyone seen everything she's been on. Yeah, so I was like hi Tara. Like it was just, I was just so shy and uh, I worked on Benton for since I was 15. Wow. And we finished recording in 2020, January 2020. Oh, I know. So good port. They they saw me grow up, which I think was really cool. I definitely got a family out of that uh, whole cast and crew. Yeah, it's nice to have that that support when you're going through your teen years in this industry because it's such a oh, yeah. strange time. Like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you you can't even get cast in roles that are your age because people who are 18 to 25 are booking those roles. And it's like, mm-hmm. there's just this weird thing that happens when you're a teenager in this industry. So it's nice mm-hmm. to have that stable base of family who have been there and who have seen it and who you can go mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Honestly, it's like the best. Uh, I, oh, I miss all of them. I miss going into recording so much. <laughs> They're so funny. Everybody on that uh, on that set was great. Aw. Um, well, let's talk to you a little bit about The Last Kids on Earth, which is on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, you worked with some major, major names in <laughs> that show. What was that like? <laughs> so they recorded all of their stuff separately because obviously, like, their schedules are so busy. Right. Uh, again, I had no idea uh, who – the monster voices were going to be like the other cast. Oh, wow. Was, yeah. So we didn't find out. Well, at least I didn't. <laughs> I didn't find out um, that, you know, Rosario Dawson, Mark, like all these incredible people were going to be on it until the show was announced, like to be released. So Holy was, crap. <laughs> so I'm working like almost a year on this with Nick and, and Charlie and, and everyone. And I'm like, I wonder who the monsters are going to be. Like, I'm curious because they're such characters. And then, like, deadline. Oh, Rosario Dawson, Mark Hamill. I'm like, are you kidding me? 
<laughs> what? Just, you know, what? casually dropping in Luke Skywalker. No problem. Honestly, I'm like, what? <laughs> so that was cool to find out that they were, you know, I was working with them, not in the same booth in the recording, but definitely as a, you know, on with them. Side. Yes, <laughs> in spirit, you know? <laughs> oh, you my should- gosh. Yeah. That's wild. I I love that so much. <laughs> it's, it was crazy. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about student body. Um, I know we talked about it a lot in the beginning, a little bit too, but let's mm-hmm. let's dive into this. Um, yep. Ready? So, how? Because obviously you have crazy stories when it comes to auditions. So, what was this one? <laughs> so this one, uh, I didn't. So. You know, people have asked me, like, you know, what did you do to prepare? Like, what did you do like for the audition? Like, you know, did you think, like, did you know, like, oh, I'm going to book this? No, I did not. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I did try. I always give, like, my 110% best in every audition I do. Um, but when I received the script and the breakdown, I didn't really, I, I was like, I love this. I love this script. I love this character, but it's just not mine. Mm. because I read the character name and it's Jane Shipley. I was like, ah, you know, (laughs) I am not a Jane. I'm a Jane Villanueva for sure, but um, I am not a Jane Shipley. So I was like, man, that really sucks, you know, but I did it anyways Mm -hmm. and uh, submitted it. Didn't think anything of it at all. And then it it comes back around and like, oh, they want to see you for like, you know, the director wants to have a Zoom session um, and that wasn't actually too crazy. That one actually was very chill, very chill. Um, <laughs> and uh, I talked to Leanne, who's incredible, incredible director. She's, I love her so much. <laughs> um, and I, I, I actually, you know, did even better than I did in my audition. So I'm like, oh, maybe I do have a chance. And after that, I was like, I think maybe, maybe, maybe they might change her name. Maybe, yeah. um, I don't know. I feel pretty good about it. Um, and then I think uh, a couple of days later, I was at the gym. Uh, I had a <laughs> had a personal trainer because <laughs> I was like, hey, you know, I need to get stronger, you know. Um, and that morning while I'm at the gym, because like we can just walk to it um, from my apartment. <laughs> my mom comes into the gym and I'm working out. And I tell my trainer, I'm like, is that my mom? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I think that is your mom. And she comes in and she's like, Melissa's on my, my agent. Like, Melissa's on the phone with you. And she's just on the phone. And I and I answer, she's like, hi, sweetie. You know, um, they, you know, you booked student body. Yay. And I was like, <laughs> my trainer is there, like, yo. <laughs> so we're all just celebrating in like the gym. And everyone's like, <laughs> obviously bothered. But <laughs> yeah. Um, and then from there, knowing, okay, so I can be Jane Shipley. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where the real preparation started. Uh, like the real, real, like getting into character and getting and knowing and figuring out who Jane is. Um, and, and yeah. So, I mean, going into the audition, mm-hmm. because you had this, you know, preconceived like notion, like, oh, I can't be this person because yeah. that's just not who I am. Do yeah. you think that took off maybe some pressure from the situation, maybe from like being, you know, Mm-hmm. hyper aware that you really wanted this to be yeah. like, well, I'm not going to get this. So it's okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, it was a self tape audition. Mm-hmm. So I was already even more relaxed and knowing I just, you know, I've, it's actually, it sounds so bad, but 
uh, for the last scene, it she, you know, Jane has a monologue and I held my script the entire time. Yeah. Just that was that like, you know, and that's like a, my, my mindset now is different, but that was definitely my mindset back then. Um, in 2019, I was just like, Oh, you know, like I would, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, 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 when you don't think about things too much, mm-hmm. it, that's when like, you know, you know, it ha- I was surprised. I'm like, I was holding my script, but that also, you know, I'm a strong believer in what my, um, my grandma says. She always tells me like, what, and how's it in English? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to translate it in my head. Uh, what is meant for you and what is yours, no one can take away from you. Yeah. And that's definitely how I felt about student body. You know, like I, that was like mine from the start didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with like holding your script if you have a long monologue and it's like. Yeah. Well, I you're not I, necessarily, yeah. you know, yeah. required to know the holding thing. Yeah. Well, but but me, like, I'm such a, a perfectionist sometimes, and like, if I, 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 normally I will. Like, I have I go in off book as much as I can, and and you know I, I get it down. And so the fact that for me, I was even like a little bit disappointed in myself that I mm. you know went as far as being like, ah, I don't, you know, I don't care. I'm just going to look at my script. You know, like uh, looking back on it now, I would have definitely not have done that from the start. Like just to have tried even harder and not had like yeah. a defeatist mentality from the start. Um, but you never know that might've not, you might not have gotten that callback. Exactly. I did something right. <laughs> yeah. I think it was, I, I think that maybe it was more like, I bet you came off just more relaxed and more like, oh, whatever. Like, this is, you know, I'm going to do my best. And if I don't get it, it's fine. Let's move on. And I think that's like, that's the biggest part of acting and auditions is like being able to possess that mentality of saying, yeah, I really want this, but also it's not going to like end my career, end my life if I don't get this role. There will be something else and I will continue to act. Yeah, no, it's important to definitely let things go, auditions go as soon as like you finish them. Yeah. You don't want to dwell on overthink because then you're going to get bum yourself out and it's yeah. <laughs> not the way to go. <laughs> and we've all been there. So, yeah, we've all been like, no. but it happens. It happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, speaking of uh, bad auditions and things like that. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> do you have any uh any other horror stories or funny things that you'd like to share with the audience that have that have happened in the audition room? Let me think. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna think for a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Bad horror stories. I wouldn't say horror stories. I knocking on wood. It's been pretty good so far going into the room. Yeah. Um, I think it could be no. the one that got away too. If you have one that you like really wanted that you didn't get. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So for so that one, um, I was 16, I think. And I had this super important, actually, uh, Yvonne Cole, uh, the grandma on Jane the Virgin, she coached me for it. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh my gosh. She's incredible. I love her so much. Uh, she coached me for it and I went in. I did my best, didn't think anything of it, but I wanted that one so bad. Like I wanted that one, I wanted that one every day. I'm like, did you hear anything? Did I have been checking my email, doing this, doing that? And I get a call back. Okay, I go back to Yvonne. We, you know, do the work, go into audition. That's that. 
And then one more time, hey, they want you for a chemistry read with this huge actor. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, I, I manifested this now, <laughs> you know, like, uh, so, you know, go back to Yvonne, do the work. And that day, um, I remember I, I mean, who cares? I, I was on my time with the month and, yeah. and I'm like, of course, 16 year old me of was like, course. me, you know, like, oh, so <laughs> that was just already like i was already super uncomfortable because i'm like oh, I don't, uh, you know yep um, <laughs> <been there>. yeah <laughs> like i don't want to i want to be here but i don't want to be here because i my tummy hurts you know yeah. <laughs> i want to be in bed with ice cream please leave me alone <laughs> exactly um and i go in and that actor is there oh god and i'm like oh my gosh he's so hot <laughs> You know, 16-year-old me was, like, simping over this, like, 40-something-year-old man. I was like, he's so hot. You know? And I'm like, okay. So I do the work, and, and you know, the characters would be really tough. And <laughs> at some point, you know, I, I was sitting, like, slouched, like, on the chair, like, like this. And, and my legs were, like, I was man-spreading. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just vibing. And I, I feel good about the performance. It was great. And I leave the audition, the, the room. And I'm like, wow, that, you know, whether this goes forward or not, I'm really proud of what I did. Um, turns out my pants were, yeah, yeah, and I was sitting no. there. No! Like, just like, just like, it wasn't even that much. I, I'm pretty sure no one noticed, but, you know, I'm pretty sure someone noticed. Oh, <laughs> God. Being a girl is so hard. Being a girl sucks sometimes. <laughs> That's just awful. <laughs> like, it's, it was awful, but... um. I was like, you know what? It's it's it. You know, sixteen year old me is the end of the world. You know, twenty one year old me is like it. Who You're cares? Yeah, happens. Like, this is like, literally what happens to us. <laughs> exactly. So, um, no, back then it was like the end of the world. Um, yeah. And then I get note from my uh, agent that I am in the mix. Um, wow. I'm already signing contracts, just in case. Like yeah. already signing contracts is like a big. It's I, really big. Thought, I, I really thought, you know. Um, then we get the call. No, last minute. Uh, they're going another direction. My like, what? <laughs> what? No. It, it's going. It's not going your way. So, oh my gosh! I remember. I was. I've never ever in my life cried over an audition. Mm. I was like sobbing. I was mm-hmm. sobbing because because like you know, it's like you go through all these steps and all these different uh, moments. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, you just get so close, you know? Yeah, well, and you get, like, so connected to the character, and then you get connected yeah. to the director or whoever it is that you've been working with now for, you know, several different auditions, different yeah. rounds on things, and you get connected to the project, and you're like, oh, I want this project. I want to be able to make it with these people. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, and it was – I remember my, my grandma was in town, and she's always <laughs> shown me that tough love. Um but never how so growing up she this is relevant sorry <laughs> but real quick like you know growing up she was always very sweet um every now and then she'd be like a little bit you know tough with me but never mean never yeah. like harsh mm-hmm. it was always still in that grand like that grandmotherly way like very gentle very like you know sometimes these things happen don't worry about it. no <laughs> i was in bed crying and my grandma busts through the door why are you crying 
What? Uh uh-uh, uh, wipe your face. Get up. Why are you crying? And I've <laughs> never heard her talk like that before in my life. I'm like, oh my God, my grandma's crying. You know? And she's like, you know, like, stop it. Stop it. You know, it happens. This is not the end of the world. This is not the final project that you're ever going to audition for. Mm-hmm. And she's like, if you want to cry, if you need to cry, you know what? Fine. Go ahead. But tomorrow, I need you nothing. Nada. No tears. No nothing. You're going to work even harder to get what you want to be. And that's that. And then she left. There you go. Grandma, laying it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But um, looking back on it now, um, you know, some people have asked me, well, well, do you hate the girl who got it? Like, you know, did you ever be like, oh, I hate her. Like, I need to be back. And even at 16, my answer was always no, never. Mm-hmm. Because a win for one, especially being a Latina, is like a win for all of us. As long as it was one of us, homegirl, like, <laughs> you go. Like, yes, I was so happy. You know, like, obviously, I was upset that I didn't get it. But right. the bigger picture, like, for me was she got it. That's another one of us. And I'm really proud of her. Oh, that's so sweet. But it's true. I mean, there has to be a camaraderie between your peers and it has to be, you know, you have to be able to root for each other and root for each other's wins and be there for each other's losses because this industry would be hell without that. Yeah, honestly, honestly. Like, I hate that whole, like, you know, oh, they're competing. Oh, like, you know, they have to, it's like, no, like everybody has different styles. Everybody has different looks. Uh, projects are meant for different people and that's just like the nature of it like mm-hmm. you know you're not going to win them all well and like you said like your grandma says earlier what's meant for you won't pass mm-hmm. you that is exactly. for you yep. um well I've had such a joy talking to you and I'm so excited to see yeah. student body which is out February February 8th is that right February 8th and the pre-sale is out now Woohoo! <laughs> um well I'm very excited to see the film and to see where your career takes you and um where can people follow you on social media to keep up so y'all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter the same handle it's at I am underscore Monse that's M-O-N-T-S-E <laughs> it's <so> confusing <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you again so much for being on the show. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. And oh my gosh, so many fun stories. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my story. (laughs) Thanks again to Monse for coming on the show and spending a little time with me. Um, Make sure to go see her film, Student Body, Hitting Theaters, February 8th. I know I'm excited. I love a good horror movie. Um, So I'm excited to be a little scared. And hey, if you haven't uh, subscribed to the show yet, now's a great time to do that. You can also leave a rating and a review, uh, help your girl out a little bit, and hey, make sure to check out our social media accounts. Those are in the show notes for fun videos from these interviews. And tune in next week when I will have another guest on the show. Hopefully. I don't know. I haven't recorded it yet, but I think I will. (laughs) And as always, thanks for coming in. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app And find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. 
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.